It's Lost in Translation. It's Lost in Translation. I never watched that movie, but... Me neither. You know that's Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. I know. Sophia, Sophia Coppola. Coppola. I'm aware. I don't, uh, some people don't like her. Why not? I just, I think one person told me they didn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> some people, man. Some people definitely probably don't <laughs> like her. Well, some, a lot of people, I mean, everybody doesn't like some people. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I can't think of one, though, for me. I... That you dislike? I think you have more dislikes than you have likes. That's not true. I love movies. S- like f- 5% of movies. Not 5%. Maybe 20. On a good day, 20. On a good day? I just like good movies. But your bar is super high, so it leaves out most movies. What do you think I'm trying to make? I don't know. I'm trying to well, make Well, I don't think shit. it's not even a bar. I don't think it's like, I just don't think it's a linear thing that you can measure. So it's not a bar. I just see the craft in it, and I'm just like, oh, that's why that movie's good. And I'm like, I love that movie. Yeah, but you don't watch new movies. Yeah, that's why I mean. That's why I mean, like a certain, a small percentage. Well, most of the movies I watch because it's an exponential growth. Oh, like you know the old ones. Yeah. And most and most of those, when you watch interviews with those, you know, filmmakers, storytellers, Mm -hmm. they have a great respect and deal for the audience. Like Spielberg, all he talks about the audience. Hitchcock, he's like, this is how you uh, get an audience to care about. You know, they'll just tell you. I'm like, thanks, bro. I write that stuff down. Um, other filmmakers, too. Capra, I talked about it. You know, these great filmmakers. You know, Oscar-winning, you know, really great craftsmen. They talk about the audience. Nowadays, when I pull up stuff, I hear Tarantino talking about himself. And I'm like, well, I'm not... I don't want to make movies for myself. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a, a lack of... And this is not me talking. Like, some other filmmaker pointed it out. He's like, just look up a filmmaker from back then. Look how many times... They talk about the audience. Look up a filmmaker now. Look how many times they say I and how little they say audience. I was like, all right. So I look it up and I'm like, huh. He's got a little point there. And then I was like, and then, you know, I I see less craft now. Like I see less things where I'm like, well, if you did that, flip that, that would have been better. Like The Martian. Mm -hmm. Like it starts with him on Mars. Yep. So he's already stuck on Mars essentially. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this guy. Because I used to love that movie. And then I saw it and I'm like, wait a second. I know what's wrong. Like, Castaway is essentially the Martian. Yeah. Guy gets stuck on an island, mm-hmm. a planet. But we like Castaway so much and we care for it because we have that first act where he's home. We understand that he's not making time for his life. You know, FedEx, work, work, work. It's all work. And he's not making time for Kelly. And there's a beautiful thing with the clock. I won't get into it because it's like, how the hell do you have that? Um, so we care about him in that part. Yeah. So when it matters when he gets there. He's like, oh, my gosh, he's in the land of the dead. And when he gets back, you know, he sees it, he's going to make different choices. Matt Damon gets back in The Martian. He says at the end, he's like, uh, you know, all this stuff doesn't matter. It's just you put one, you solve one problem at a time. And if you solve enough problems, you get to the end. If you put that in the beginning, now I know what I'm watching for. Now I know what I'm caring for. I'm, what, I'm on putting other things in there. You get him stuck on Mars. Then we're like, oh, we know what this movie is about, essentially. And it proves that what he said in the beginning. So I just see a lack of craft and a lack of care for the audience from certain filmmakers. I won't mention names. I just said one. You, you definitely. Have I know. I just. Already. I just said. What? I me- I said Tarantino. Fair. I only mentioned. That's one. one. The red. The rest of them were like the actual craft. You know, I said Capra and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I watched most of those. I mean, not all of them. I like Nemo's. You can't get better than Nemo. I think you can. Bro. I, I don't... Nemo's good. I, I agree. It's not even my favorite Pixar movie. But I, I was not mine either. But I... <laughs> the reason... Because I... 
I don't know. There's something about Monsters Inc. for me. I think it was nostalgia mostly. Mm-hmm. But I watched it again. I'm like, oh, there's there's stuff in here. Um, like they just Mike just says what the point of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Like in the when he's montaging, like you know, scary feet, scary feet, scary feet. Oh, the kids sleep. No, that part. Yeah. He just says it. Um. Oh wait, no, he says it. Take it back. He says it in the locker scene. You know, he's like he closes the locker. Randall mm-hmm. opens it and all that stuff. Yeah. He says it in that scene. He's like, there's more to life than just scaring. Because he's like, oh, what are you gonna do today? So he's like, I'll probably go home, work out some more. You know, because that's what he's, his life is. Mm-hmm. And then he meets Boo. And this is inspired by P. Doctor's life where it was work, work, work. He wants to be at work. And then you got a kid. And he's like, oh, I kind of want to be at home too. Got struggle there. Um, But I, I like, like, Coco's cool. Yeah. There's, I guess it's a fictional movie. But there's a care <laughs> for the audience. When you hear them talk about their interviews, uh-huh. P. Doctor talks about the audience. Andrew Stanton. I don't remember Brad Bird. I watched his interviews. And I took notes on him. I don't remember. He most likely did. Incredibles is great. Especially the second one. They're <laughs> they're pretty much... Brad Bird don't miss. Pixar is pretty much like... I guess the only people I see doing it at at, at least that level. Mm-hmm. But Nemo's... I guess the movies I love, I can tell you why I love them. And like a... Yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And nowadays, like when I watch like Frasier... Mm-hmm. The reason I love Frasier so much, I'm just like, oh my gosh, because you know, I can't relate to that guy. In a like a yeah. white, he's a radio host, mm-hmm. divorced twice, or uh, uh, married twice. He's rich. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to any of those. Yeah. Um, but I can relate to him and his father's relationship. But I just see the craft, and now like when I hear people in real life say things, like. Right now I'm studying subtext. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks simple. Oh my gosh! I'm just like, why does that work? I'm like, this is this is stupid, you know. And then you you, you hit it, and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. But now I like hear people like say stuff. And I'm like, oh, I understand that because of this, and it was set up here, and I have like a prior knowledge of that. And you add these things up, I'm just like, man. So now I watch stuff, and I see those things. And I'm just like, this is cool. And I see that more so in older films. But you don't watch new films. No. Okay. That's fair. The only <laughs> movies I watch now are the ones we watch. We watch, watch together, and those are the stupid And those ones. are the bad ones. And I'm just... Yeah. Like, I have to watch Everywhere, Everything, All at Every, Once. Yeah. Got that title. You see yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you did. That's an arc right there. I don't think you did. Well, you got close, though. You got all the words just in the wrong order. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought you, heard, I thought you said Everywhere, Everything. Um, I have it on a four, uh, 4K. Uh, we don't have a 4K TV, though. Yeah. We should um, get a 4K TV. But, uh, but, like, people mention movies, and I'm just like, I'm not... Like, I know Elvis. I know I'm not going to like Elvis. I don't think I would either. I know I'm not going to like Blonde. I don't want to well, watch I, don't, I haven't heard anybody who likes Blonde. I've heard a, I've heard one person. Talk about <laughs> but... And then I've heard people say, like, oh, great performance. Yeah. I don't like Joker. Mm. We've been adamant on that yeah. shit. Um, I can't even another new movie. Like, a lot of people mention Pinocchio? new movies. Pinocchio? I got to watch that. I'm sure I that's feel like, I feel like... I feel like you have a... a, um, a a, a leniency, a preference for like, uh, um, simple like simple movies. Like the message is very clear. I think for ones like that, it usually ends up being like kids movies because when you're writing for kids, they're gonna make it like they're outright gonna say shit. Yeah. But even like, but, like Guillermo del Toro is not for kids. I wouldn't say, but I think the animation that is very simple. Um, I definitely wouldn't say it was for kids. Not that it's inappropriate, but you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I think you yeah. like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah. Well, it's just what I'm looking for in a movie. I just want it to be good. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is 
I don't want to watch two hours of nothing. Yeah. And which is what I see, like, you know, when we go to movies. When we watch Morbius and Black Adam. Exactly. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And most of them try to shoestring, a shoehorn, a, like, a, like a point of a movie at the end. And like, this is why you watch this two-hour movie. I'm just like, thanks for this. You can say, like, this profound thing at the end. Mm-hmm. But if the whole movie didn't prove that, then I don't. That's just, that's empty calories right there. I'm not going to care. Uh, you make me care. I just want to care. Mm-hmm. I don't see engagement in that level. Whether that's suspense or whether that's caring for an actual character, caring for the situation. It could be a small thing. It doesn't have to be like a giant like movie. Yeah. It could be a small thing like a person in the hospital and their little finger moves. Mm-hmm. And that can mean everything. Yeah. I just want to care. And I see that more in Pixar movies. And also I want things to be clear. Not like, you know, oh, that's a clear why he loves, you know, we can feel those things. But I just want it. I guess I'm talking about Christopher Nolan, like because Tenet was a piece of shit. Yeah, Tenet wasn't great. And I thought it was my. I thought it was stupid, because you know everyone's talking about Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, did I just not get this movie? I'm I'm really curious because I feel like a lot of his movies. Um, this is we're, not, we're talking about movies for like 20 minutes. I know. We should do a movie podcast. Oh, you wouldn't like me. I don't already. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll get Jacob in here. Then we all hate each other. That's very true. Then we, the, our, our hate, because we all think very differently. And so my, I guess mine's my frustrations would be, my frustrations would be dispersed. <laughs> um, anyways, what are you talking about? Mr. Nolan. Um, I haven't seen the Batman movies in forever. Me neither. People love them. Uh, especially that death. second one. Especially that second one. Uh, people won't shut up about it. Um, and I won't shut up about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've never talked about it. Um, I'm curious because I feel like a lot of Christopher Nolan ones, especially the ones that are, like, remembered, are the ones like Inception. Inter- or not remembered. They're all remembered. I mean, like, the ones that I hear the most about Inception, are Interstellar. Inception, Interstellar, and I guess Tenet because it's recent. Maybe. And those three, like, are, like, he takes a concept and he's, like, that's pretty cool. Uh, like, Inception's, like, Dreams. And Interstellar is, I, I haven't seen it, but I know it's, like, space time. Like, how space distorts time. And Tenet, it's just straight up time. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like I've seen Tenet and Inception recently. I haven't seen it. So I hear that one is good. I hear, out of all of them, I hear like the least amount of arguments or debate over that <laughs> around Interstellar. Yeah. Um. I feel like everyone genuinely agrees on Jessica that Chastain was good. I like Jessica Chastain. I know Matthew McConaughey. People liked his performance in Jessica Chastain. Um, I, I know people name. love the score. I think Hans Zimmer oh, yeah. said that's his own favorite score personally. Did he do Iron Giant? I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but um, the point is is that I, I haven't seen his movies where it's not anything about that where it's like I think he does The Prestige right? he did Prestige he did uh, Insomnia that's my favorite Nolan movie um, I haven't seen Prestige but like that's like it feels more grounded I guess than what, yeah. there you go uh, that's why I'm curious because I want to watch Oppenheimer because I don't I'm not familiar with the Nolan that's grounded in reality because I, I don't remember the Batman movies I remember his Inception and his Tenets. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, like, you know, like, nothing crazy is that. Not really that crazy. Aside from a man jumping around in a bat suit, nothing really that crazy is going on. Um, So I'm curious for how Oppenheimer plays because as far as I'm concerned, no one really cares about Nolan unless he's doing something that Nolan understands. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why I wouldn't want to make a movie where no one understands it. Because then my high horse would be like, well, you're too stupid to understand my movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to feel like that. Because I wonder if he understands his own movies. 
probably not. Um, you know what's crazy did you though? That te- that pa- that page. Yeah, like, I was about to mention that. That shit was so stupid. That I saw funny, an image man. where I was like, Christopher Nolan spent 15 years drawing this image for Inception, and it was like it was like the layers, and it was three layers. I'm sure the concepts are hard though. I'm sure it was, but also like Inception is not hard to follow at all. And that's another thing. Maybe he thought that Tenet would be easy to follow. There's a lot of exposition in that movie. And which one? Inception. Probably. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, but I remember when I watched it, like, a couple years ago. We're definitely living here when I watched it. I was like, that shit's easy. I was like, I got this. I know how many levels we're in. In the bag. It's fine. Um, it just, it's not that hard to understand. Was it three? I don't remember. I didn't watch it in a while. I don't remember either. I remember being like, I know where we are. But I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I couldn't barely tell you the plot. <laughs> Whoa. I, I might steal his idea. But make it. But make it good. But make it where everyone understands. Yeah. Or for Tenet or Inception? Inception. We should do an I Inception an thing for, for our that, little so. show thing with the Dreams episode we're talking about. Oh. I don't remember Inception. I don't either. I just mean like just, talk, just do an episode about dreams. Oh. <laughs> dreams are interesting. But dreams are crazy. Back to this movie thing. I guess where I'm coming from is, for example, we're swapping stories. Mm-hmm. You're like, at the end of the day, you're swapping stories. And what am I trying to say? If a friend's hurting, got laid off, mm-hmm. mom's in the hospital, something like that, you're going to try and help them. More likely than not, you're going to try and tell a story of when you went through something similar to help them. And so a story is a gift. It is like medicine. It can be medicine or poison, which is why I think Joker's poison, which is why I fucking hate the movie. and I think it's irresponsible. Which is why I don't like Tarantino, because he's popularizing violence. And there's families connected to that person you just killed, but we don't talk about that. Um... And so in Schindler's List, for example, a lot of people die in there. They die to prove a point. That even in the worst circumstances, the Schindler guy, apparently he's a Nazi. He can't be, you know. But you can be a good human in the worst circumstances like that. Um, so you can relate that to your own life. Because parable means to pair with. So it's not the story in itself that heals you and that helps you. But it's pairing that to your own experience that you're going through. So for example, if... Your kid's saying, oh, man, you know, I'm on the basketball team, but, you know, I'm still not I'm still not moving up. Your dad's like, okay, let me take this little Aesop thing called slow and steady wins the race. Let me tell you that story, which is why everyone remembers Tortoise and the Hare because of their survival information there. It helps you. It teaches you how to survive. And the reason stories need conflict is because conflict is a thing we're trying to survive all the time, which is why we listen to stories, why we tell stories. There's like a, a theory, there's a theory, I forgot what it was called. Threat simulation theory, I think it's called. But it's like, nightmares are like, the reason we have nightmares is to like, play a situation that might happen in our lives, so that we're prepared for it, essentially. So, stories teach us how to survive. And that's not physical, that could be physical survival, cultural survival, social survival, these are the rules of our society, don't, you know, whatever. Uh, and emotional survival. This is what happens, this is how you deal with the loss of a mom, or something like that. So, I'm learning that stuff, and I'm like, oh, stories are gifts. Stories are an act of generosity. Stories are a service, which is why I think stories, filmmaking is like the service industry, the good movies. You're sur- you're, it's not about you. Your, your ego can't get in the way of the work, or it'll never be transcendent like Shawshank, or E.T., or, or um, It's a Wonderful Life, Wizard of Oz. It will never be as transcendent as those movies, and those movies are classics. Wizard of Oz came out in 1939. The reason that still lasts, because their egos got out of the way. 
And they just were trying to, not a lot of cra- bad crap happened on that set. I think someone died. But they used asbestos as, as snow. I think I think almost everybody died like pretty young because of straight up poisoning. Judy Garland died of like smoking or like I don't drugs. Know. But I know a lot of people on the set died early yeah. because of like cancer shit. Because we're not cancer specifically, but they just got fucking sick. Yeah, that's terrible. That sucks. They made a great fucking movie, and we remember that movie and their sacrifice. And I think, like I said, stories are service, and that's why. I mean, the split mask, you know, the freaking 90-second short I made? Yeah. I made that to get attention, like, to, like, prove myself, essentially. And then I was like, and then, you know, I made, you know, other stuff like that. And then I was like, I don't want to do that anymore, because that's all attention, that's ego, and I can't make really good work like that. And then Crunch Fever was my first time trying to serve something. I was like, this movie's terrible. (laughs) And then I made Pen, and that's why that one's so big in my mind, because it's it was for my dog that died. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that wasn't... The reason I love that movie is... One, because of that. It was pu- There was no ego involved. I was like, I want to make a movie. I want to get better. And then this is for my dog. And then that certain someone responded. But it's not even that they were... It was not even that they responded. Because I know you guys are going to love, you know... Yeah. Most of the crap, you know, because you're my friends. You're good like that. But this person did not have to contact me. This person... Uh, didn't have to contact me, didn't have to say that, and said that I got them emotional over a pen. And I was like, did I just move someone emotionally? I was like, that's my job. I kind of killed that shit. And so I was pretty proud that day, and that's why I love that movie so much, and that's why I think it's the best thing I've ever made, because during school, I think I got back in the ego thing, you know, because I'm like, with other college kids, and I'm just like, I need to be a better screenwriter than you guys. And that's... But... When I try and do good work, it's all out of an act of service and generosity. And that's why I love the movies that I love, because I see most of the filmmakers who made them as it being not about them and just trying to move an audience instead of trying to get themselves attention. And that's a long way of saying why I watch older movies. <laughs> I, I, get, I get it. That was at least 30 minutes. We should, do, uh, we should make this its own episode. <laughs> what the a, cin- a cinema's corner we'll a cinema in, corner we'll put it in the feed we'll put it on the channel like we did with the lost files the lost files yeah that makes sense I mean honestly like I think a lot of it like well first of all I don't think we've, we've never had an extensive conversation about this with Jacob it's always just been us it's, it, well mainly because I think um, well obviously we live together so we just generally talk more with each other than we do with Jacob but also like I mean, we're both artists, so we both look at it from an artist's perspective. You, specifically in film, and me just general, yeah. like, art. Um, and, um, I mean, most of my art is drawing and uh, animating for the game and shit. But um, I do still like, I do like, like, storytelling and stuff. Um, so I think for, especially the three of us, we each come from a, diff- a very different, just general perspectives. And I think at the and very... Jacob's just a viewer. Exactly. Jacob's from, like, the... Yeah, ex- Exactly. Um, and it's, it's very interesting because I think each of us like have an overlap with the other person or another person and then like completely opposite in the other, you know what I mean? Like if we were to get in a room and let's say we did put a mic on us, talked about this for three hours, there would be a lot of arguing, (laughs) probably wouldn't be a very fun listen, but, um, there would be a lot of arguing and shit, but there would be times where we would, I'll admit it. We would just, two of us would gang up on the third person and like Jacob saying, 
he didn't like ET. Yeah. That's exactly. I can't. Even. Or Jacob. Um, <laughs> or like that like one time Jacob. we were. One time we were like we watched Jaws and Jacob was like, "Oh, the message was this," and we we're like, "That wasn't it." <laughs> what did he say? Not not what. Not I don't the remember message. that. No, not the message. It was. He didn't like city slickers. He oh. didn't like. It wasn't the message. Yeah. But he said something about Jaws. We we texted him. We were like, or we were talking on the group chat. We said something about Jaws, and he mentioned this, and we were like, "That's not a very good interpretation of the movie." I forgot. It wasn't the meaning. I think the meaning is pretty cut and dry. But um, you get what I'm trying to say. There was some sort of miscommunication. We're yeah. like, that's not it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like, um, yeah, no, there's just like a lot of, I mean, for example, like, I mean, when you watch, this will, this will come out before, but I don't, when you watch the video we make where me and Jacob talk about movies, that where it's going to come out soon. I don't fucking know when. Wait for it. Um, you'll see a lot End of. End of March. <laughs> you'll see, oh shit, we got to film that one too. Anyways, you'll see a lot of arguing and a lot of agreeing on this on some of the same movies on the same movies and then very disagree on the other. The fact that like um you know, like his bullet train was in his bottom five and mine was like just right in the middle. I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, it was alright. Um it was a popcorn flick, as they say. Anyways, I think that all just goes <laughs> to show that like uh it's all very subjective and at the end of the day it's all just completely like I think a lot, of, a lot of it is too that I think we also like aside from movies and aside from anything else, the three of us have, um, fucking like just like a, a lot of different views on like life itself, like how we each go about our daily lives. Oh yeah, and I sure. think that super clearly like blends into to that. Not only because like obviously like, for example, we were talking about it like the other night, like the things that make Jacob cry in a movie is different than the things that make me cry. To be fair, I cry at everything in a movie, um, but. And he only cries at a very, like, small amount of things. Like, he said, things that are sad don't make him cry. Um, I shouldn't really be speaking for Jacob, but I'm just, I'm just repeating the things he said. Um, That's pretty much verbatim, besides yeah. the specific thing. <laughs> I just forgot what it was. He, he did Creative. say verbatim, sad things don't make me cry. Or, that sounds, maybe, that makes it sound heartless. No, I mean, he means, like, in movies. Yeah, that <laughs> Who sang that song? Was that Kanye? That was Kanye. Damn it, man! That was a good song. It was a good song. I'll give him. Damn it! I'll give him a man that. <laughs> Go on. Oh man, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but like, there are so many ways that like we live our day to day lives where I just like, that was a good one. like I respect it, but it's like I would never if that was my life. Couldn't be me. <laughs> and that very obviously like bleeds into everything because I think at the end of the day, it's like an art form, and art is like a connection to the soul, to the heart, and um. Sorry, I got a text, and um, it's like a reflection of that, and so that 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 um. That will become evident. evident. This is been a good talk. I do yeah. want to make this a separate thing. I also think it's different because I want to make movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I want to watch ones that, you know. Yeah, Jacob definitely comes, like, from like a from the perspective of a, of a of a watcher, like you said. A viewer, an audience member. The watcher. Um, and you obviously from, like, I'm the one who watches. The, the, I come in from a craft creator, perspective. A creator. And a pure love for the art form yeah. that I want to be in. Yeah, I think I'm right there in the middle, because <laughs> like I wanna, like I wanna create and like, I would love to make like I love like the idea is like I, I like writing scripts to make into like videos and episodes, little short movies and stuff. Um, not to the point where it would be like my life's work or anything, but um, I mean I would love to act to make shit. I mean just making shit at all. Um, and I think acting is a form of that. Um, that's interesting. But like the, I'm like right in the middle. The flexing the creative muscle like for example that's pretty much what i do not 24 7 
but pretty much every day I'm trying to think of something creative. Mm. Like for class, and then when I'm not in class, you know, I have, you know, I write every day trying to practice subtext, so, you know, I'm creating in that sense. I still have a point I'm trying to prove at the end of, like, the little short thing. Um, so I'm creating, like, every day in that sense, and, you know, for class and everything. Um, and you're still creating, like, thinking of these ideas and everything. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't say 24-7 either, but, like, when I'm bored, when, like, at work especially nowadays, I completely forgot how boring work is when it's not holiday season. Because holidays are super holiday busy, season. and now that it's not, it's literally, like, dead. Fucking ghost town in the JCPenney's. So, like, I'm thinking of, like, cobwebs. I'm thinking of, like, ideas for, like, the video game me and Escalators are working on. Uh, but that, for the most part, as of right now, is just, like... This is a fighting game, so it's just, like, moves. It's like, what would be a cool thing for this character to do when you push this fucking button? Um, yeah, but then, I, but then I have that to flex my, like, creative muscle, like, artistically, visually. And at that point, that's, like, just, like, what would be cool, you know? Yeah. What would be cool? Because it's a fighting game. What would be cool to look at? And can I make it look cool? <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, can I transfer it and make it look cool? That's that. But mostly, most of my creative work is spending right now on... Uh, I need to keep my mic in a good place. Um, is the spl- our Splugiverse. Like, because we have a lot... To be fair, when we started it, <laughs> it was like, what would be funny, right? And we have a lot of characters that are from that era of like, this would be funny. Gary Golden. Gary Golden. Uh, Taz. Remember Taz? Yeah. Um, I'm like, well, it'll be funny. I'm like, yeah, it is funny. And, and our I, characters. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. That that was the whole point. <laughs> and I do want to keep that 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 humor because I feel like if we if I just took it away, that wouldn't really be what it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be it anymore. You know, it's not me. It's not um, us. It's not the idea. Um, but for example, for Taz specifically, I was like, what the fuck is his point? Like, what? Why is he here? Like, I know we had like a, like it was like an offhanded comment where like he would be. Richie's like nemesis from young from like youth and I'm like but why you know and I recently come up with something pretty cool I think that I think is pretty cool and it, and it gives him a backstory and even though he's not a main character it will give him a motivation give people to give a fuck about him um and we didn't do a clap sync <laughs> that's funny oh man let's do one real quick <laughs> All right. um, that's really funny that's so oh, that, that still works what Wouldn't that, would that work at the end if you just like yeah I mean when I put it up I just just follow it there I just gotta remember that's really I'm gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like I, I imbued like some heart and it's like that's what the, that's what it is because for that it's writing and I think like the storytelling is go, is a lot more natural for me mainly like I said earlier I don't have a visual thing in my head so I can do that like that stuff for the video game and stuff has to come out when I'm when I got a tablet in front of me or a piece of paper or whatever. Um, but you know, like I'm creating like all the time. Like I I want these characters to like I do want them to be funny. Like that's not my priority, but I I do want them to be funny. Um, well, not them specifically. But, you know, like the whole story. Like I like it's like I think it's possible to do like a stupid concept, like a funny concept, but imbue like heart into it. Right. I think yeah. there are plenty of people nowadays that do that pretty well. I think Taika Waititi does that. Except for Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, I think James Gunn does that only in his comic book movie stuff. I don't like his older stuff. <laughs> um, I think the Daniels did that perfectly with everything ever all at once, and they did that with um, Swiss Army Man too. Um, those are probably like my biggest inspirations. But like, yeah, so like it's easy to do like like 
like obviously we're taking a, a group of heroes who are fucking like a, a person who's super speed but can only run for 15 feet a guy who can only control belts like that's so dumb <laughs> but we've come up with these backstories um or at least you and I have. <laughs> um, and like motivations and stuff. And it, it, like they're from places within us. Uh, things that, stories that we want to tell that we just have inside of us. Um, and I think that's um, a beautiful thing. And I think you, and that's, that's where you and I agree on like movie stuff. Like um, I think, I think it's definitely on a, on a fundamental level. I mean, I feel like it's obvious. It doesn't really need to be said, but it's very obvious that art like to, to, make it i feel like there are very few in movies where people have worked on it and they can really say that they didn't care you know what i mean because if you're going to do that because it's a long fucking process you're gonna have to care at least not even a little bit you have to care a pretty decent amount to start it and to fucking go through with it and that's why people drop out of projects a lot you know what i mean um so i think we can definitely agree like that like the the heart uh put in the art and heart you know what i mean you want to make something good hmm? you just want to make something good exactly um and, that, and I, th I think that's I mean, I think everybody wants to make something good. It's just yeah. a matter of what people think are good. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, that's just what it is. It's all, it's all subjective, unfortunately. I had a thought. Oh, and I took the Gary Golden thing, and I was like, I want to make this like a feature length thing. Mm -hmm. And I was writing that, and then last semester, you know, school happened, and I was like, well, there goes that notebook. Well, there goes that. But I stripped away most of the. I kept just the goofy stuff. I stripped some of the goofy stuff just because it was like an origin movie. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Willie can't be in here. Her yeah. dog can't be in yeah. here. Uh, we got to introduce the milk truck. We got to introduce... Excuse me. Pl Pluto. Video. 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 Got to introduce... Yeah, but I... What? Bogart? Bogart's in there, yeah. Um, they're hostages um, on the planet. But I created these robots for it. Created a giant snake monster. I basically took what our origin was, but took away everything because I was like, well, I need something to say with with him and then he had great fear of a lot of things and then the whole point was no fear is stronger than your purpose and the whole thing came back i didn't have the second act done but it was pretty much mostly done but i took that and i stripped away most of that but the reason i brought this up is because i think it's interesting how we're working on creative stuff like that but jacob's not very in a creative medium mm -hmm. so like for example i noticed this when we first started the splugiverse things and we we're thinking of our characters and all that that one night I remember Jacob was so excited. He's like, oh, I, I want to talk about, you know, like, he's like, I just want to do this, like, to come up with these things. Yeah. I think it's just because he doesn't have a lot of time in school and being a CA to, like, have projects to be creative. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, and that's another thing. Like, that's why, like, sometimes, like, I don't know. That's another thing because, like, I feel like with art, it's really hard to, like, you could definitely, like, you could put everything into it and it can um i'm not gonna say objectively but it can turn out to be a very good end result a good movie short film uh book whatever the fuck you're doing right um and people will just not like it because that's just how the world works people just won't like things um but also at the same time people will like it people can like it but completely misconstrue it like um that's a pretty popular thing um for example like you know the movie american psycho me and jacob are gonna watch it tonight it's, it's playing on tuesday night classics at harkins um, but there's like the idea of like the Sigma male and they use Patrick Bateman as like the idol, but the movie is written to like, as specifically to, as like a satire to make fun of those people, to make fun of that kind of person. And they don't see that. And it's these people who like these men who like, um, are like, 
they think by being like a loner that makes them above everybody because they they're like a lone wolf kind of thing and um they're so suave and shit and they hate women but the movie's directed by a woman or like fight club i'm i'm like or like for example the matrix uh is like completely like an allegory for like for like being trans i mean the 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 wachowski were now sisters at the time were brothers right um that was just coming from them like from their heart and like there's just like and it sucks, but I, to an extent, like, I'm, like, not, like, fine with it because it does suck because people often misconstrue good things to fuel bad stuff that they do, right? But, like, I, I feel like I, I genuinely do agree to a core, like, art is just as much what you get out of it as what someone else puts into it. And that's why, like, at the end of the day, even though um, you won't know anything about art, people who watch it um, will just take it however they want to take it and... That could be end up being like the main interpretation, or people are smart and it's not. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's the the best thing about it is that you can put everything you want into it and um, make it as true to yourself as you can. But once it's out there, like that's you don't have any control anymore. And in, in a way, I think that's beautiful because a lot of times people will just like like you said, that's what makes things like relatable. Like people can just ma- uh, just bring it to them. Um, that's why I think I'm, I'm uh, like when people do like what's called like head cannons and stuff. Like I think this is what happens after the movie ends, and in my mind this is what's going on. That's fine. That's awesome. As long as it's not like weird. <laughs> as long as it's not like people do some weird illegal ideas with that stuff. None of that. But you know what I mean. None of that, please. Like you know, I think artistic interpretation is like super important, um, and that's why I. Um, I think it's it's like a balance of things where it's like there's definitely a message here and sometimes there are things that can be a little open-ended and I think um, that's nice. I, I, th- I think that's the best thing about art in my opinion and any medium is just that idea of like it's just as much what people get out of it as much as you put into it. So you can put in whatever you want but someone will get something out and it could be great or it could not be great. And I think that's nice. And that's why I think like if you just r- like do your best to create like real situations even if it's in a like real ideas and feelings in non-real situations work too just like real emotions somebody will get something out of it because i think people just naturally will gravitate towards emotion i think that's what that's what humans do um and i think that's why it's silly when people think when people take it out of the emotion and into the head and like well this is a movie that makes you think yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I interested in movies that make me think. I get what you're saying. I want to cry at E.T. I cried at the craft one time. Like, during the climax of the mm. part, I was just like, how did you do this? This this climax really hit <laughs> It was crazy. Like, the music was happening. They were, like, getting out at E.T., you know, to the, to the ship. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Same thing happened in the beginning of Wizard of Oz. Like, the movie just started. And I, and I read the script, like, before I watched it. You know, I watched it before, but, you know, I didn't know what I was looking at. And then, but I, I read the script, and that script was a pain to read, because <laughs> it, it was a different format than what we're used to now. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the dialogue was, what was, you know, there's, like, the action description, and then the dialogue. So, like, that's what's happening, and then this happens. Wait. Like, as they just put, like, all the action that was happening, and then they put the dialogue after that. So, you got to, like... As you're reading, you have to remember what you just read of like, oh, she's doing this while she's saying that. Yeah, yeah. It was weird, but that's weird. Read the script, and then I watched the movie with my mom. Yeah, she went with me. It was a Tuesday night classic. I was like, I'll gladly go to that. And um, 
the beginning started, and I was seeing the first hack, and I, you know, no one's noticing what's going on. And I'm seeing the mechanics behind it, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. This is a no, no one does this anymore. Like, it was so... It was within five minutes you related to the character. And you understood her plight and what she was going through. And all that was... It was crazy. I was like, this movie is special. It was crazy. And she's in her own land of the dead. Oz. Things aren't as they seem. Trees talk. They Animals do. act like humans. It was insane. Great movie. If you want to watch any... any Wanna watch any movie from 1939? <laughs> watch Wizard of Oz. Wanna watch any movie from 1942? Watch It's a Wonderful Life. That one's insane too. It starts off with Out of the Night. Crazy. If you wanna watch any good, recent good movie, go watch Nemo. Dude, Nemo's insane. I just described it to Jacob. And he's just got okay. And I was like, bro, this movie's crazy. Well, you said recently, like 2001 or something, 2003. Oh, I thought it was 2006. You're right. Uh, go watch Jojo Rabbit. Um, that was a good one. That, that's, I agree. That's recent. That's one of my favorites. It's in my favorites on some litter box. I gotta watch that again. So was the Lego movie though, so. What's wrong with the Lego movie? Nothing. I forgot about that I just feel like that would invalidate a lot of people's opinion. And that's, I'm not, I have a friend. I thought it blew up because like everyone's like, that's a good movie. I know, I have a friend, I have two friends, my friends that I've made at JCPenney that I'm, I'm trying to get closer to. Um, I mentioned that I like Ringo. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That movie sucks. That's a terrible movie. And I said, no, you just don't get it. Ringo. And then like one of them has the same argument every time that I mention it. She's like, what the fuck is that little goldfish doing in the desert? I'm like, who cares? It's a, she's like, why is a turtle a mayor? Or, yeah, I was like, well, who cares? It's a cartoon movie. You don't question why all this. She's like, it's like, that's the suspension of belief that you have to have when you walk into a fucking animated movie. Anyways. <laughs> that was animated? Rango? Were there no humans in that? There, there was, but not like real humans. Oh, you know, the whole movie was mo-capped and then they animated on top of it. Okay. That. That's why it feels so real. Okay. It just sounded funny, like, that's why it feels so real. It's just funny you said that, but, man, I had a thought. Um, anyways. But that's, that's good, that's good craft. Like, if they... Ringo? Does it start with, when we see him, like, talking or something? The first shot is him talking in the tank. Okay, because, I mean, some people just, you know, whatever, they just, like you said, they just don't like things so they don't like them. Exactly. But, like, craft-wise, the reason that works is because it's, the, like, well, the, one of the first things you establish within the first act. Yeah. So, for example, you understand why Nemo, you understand why Marlin's such an ass, you know. He's not an asshole. That's such an asshole. Uh, he's so Rad overprotective of, of Nemo because we have that outer boundaries of this is what happened to him, his wife. No shot with a barracuda. That barracuda was eating. Yeah. yeah. That barracuda was eating. Yeah, he didn't do, he didn't do, he didn't do anything. Um, but, uh, dude, that, that little thing, I had like 36 notes in that like opening thing. I was like, this movie's insane. Anyway, that movie's so, if you, anyone want to watch Nemo, we can do. We can do. We actually can't do, uh, like one of those watch alongs. I would just be talking the entire time. Like That's this funny. is why this works. That's why I give my vocal. vocal this is a rest. bro. It's crazy. I mean, that movie's so good. <laughs> I'd be like, this is a, an important setup right here. Watch this. Uh -huh. And then that be like the climax. I'm like, this is why that worked. Anyway, you know what I would like to see you that do? So crazy. I would like to see you do. Who does it on YouTube? Spider Man. Yeah. What are we talking about? No, like those videos on YouTube. It's like it's like one of those Vanity Fair, one of those websites, like on YouTube. And like they'll get a director, and sometimes with the actor oh, in the, the scene. Like, pan and they, on like, yeah. yeah. Why don't you do that with one of your movies? My movies. Yeah. Why would I want to see you do it over someone else's movie? <sighs> I could explain Nemo. I know you could, but I wouldn't. I don't give a fuck. I don't have any emotional connection to Nemo. I just watched it as a kid so much that the disc got scratched. That's pretty good. I'd do it over Pen. I wouldn't do it over anything else. Pen would be. The I good want one. you to do it over. We should do that. You and I over Proton Continuum. 
That would be funny. There'd be funny. no notes besides just. So this one, I think this would be pretty funny. <laughs> I do part of this then. sound effect. I could describe. I could describe that one. That one of the in bloopers. Terms of the craft wives. <laughs> that one of the. Oh, there's like what thirty seconds of that. Yeah, but anyways, back to my friends. Right. Whoops. So, um, we later mentioned uh, when I was in Phoenix with them. I was I was at one of their cousins' house, um, and something oh. about movies came up, and then my friend was like, "Oh, but he likes Rango, so his movie his movie opinions invalid." And then his cousin was like, what, dude? Rango's a fucking a masterpiece. You're a whack. <laughs> and then, like, that dude, his cousin's husband was like, yeah, dude, that movie's fucking awesome. You're a whack. And then, and then his cousin was like, you the one who said that Morbius was better than the Batman this year. And I said, what? I was like, you have the balls <laughs> to tell me that my movie opinions are bad. I hope he sees this one day. <laughs> um, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. And I don't even know why I brought that up. But that's, just, that's just crazy. We're talking about movies. Yeah. Oh, insane. Rango's yeah. great. Out of boundaries. So... The reason that that Nemo thing works is because of the outer boundaries. So the reason, Rango, Rango. The outer so, boundaries is you know he's he loves acting and being someone he isn't. Okay, so the outer boundaries, which is <laughs> great because he's a chameleon. He's his actively able chameleon. To, exactly. Chameleon. That's what it is. Sorry. M Night Chameleon. That's right. Um, it's my favorite. But character. the outer boundaries is the outermost you're gonna expect people to believe. So if you have, for example, let's say a chameleon talking and walking on. On With two a, legs. On a Hawaiian shirt. You show that in the beginning of the movie, which is why you buy that. That's why when someone tells you a joke, a duck walks into a bar. They're not just like they're just like okay, then then what? They you you don't spring yeah. at you know, like halfway through the joke. What's the duck going in the bar for? Yeah, and then you're like, what? When do we? When do the animals start talking? If you're like, we're reading the the what kind of la la land? Which shoot one's is the this? three little bears? The Goldilocks. Goldilocks. If you're reading Goldilocks, you're like, when did the bears start talking? That's why do the not bears proper construction. Why do the bears need yeah. beds? Yeah, and also that the the Rango thing uh, is a, a theme beats logic. So Billy Wilder famously said to his writing partner AIL IAL Diamond, sorry bro, um, he said, "Don't give me logic, give me emotion." So we will buy things if we not just because they're logical, you know, whatever, irrational, but if we believe them. That's why you're like, well, Bugs Bunny doesn't look like a rabbit actually looks. Yeah. But we believe he's a rabbit. He's got the big That's what Chuck Jones saying. Yeah. Daffy Duck is not doesn't look like a duck. But we believe he's a duck. Yeah. Um, I had a thought with that. Oh, that's why we buy the goldfish thing and the other stuff in Rango because we believe it. It's not just logic like off. Oh, yeah. Well, a duck whenever. Why, why, when did they start pointing? When did bears yeah. start pointing birds? Hold on a second. Why is that turtle in a wheelchair? It's like, what? Or tortoise. Whatever it is. Anyway. All that to say. Water, Mr. Rank. Uh, water. The good movies uh, know how to do you that You control stuff. the water. That's why when they show Nemo. You control everything. You know, the internal internal screenings they had at Pixar. You know, they show, like, to them and, like, maybe some other family members. Yeah. Like, before them, you know, see if the movie's working. These test screenings. Original Nemo wasn't good because they hated Marlin. They're like, mm-hmm. why the why is this guy such, like, an overprotecting asshole? And then, and they had flat, Andrew Sand had flashbacks, you know. In between throughout the movie, that's far too late for us to give a damn about this guy. <laughs> and so they put it at the beginning, the whole thing in the beginning, now it works. Now you care. And now uh, you have an emotional response when Nemo says, I hate you because we know in the outer boundaries, Marlon says, what if they don't like me? And then Coral kind of gives it a, like an off comment like, Marlon, there's over like 400 eggs. One of them bound to like you. And then she swims up to her little thing. Yeah. And then they like chase each other around and then she dies. But <laughs> uh, she has eight. Yeah. Yeah. What? She oh, eight. yeah, but not by Marlon. No, she doesn't uh-huh. get her ass. <laughs> she but, doesn't uh, get her ass. Eight. She gets her 
All that to say, you should watch Nemo, watch Rango, watch, watch uh, Rango, watch the Lego movie, watch The Apartment. Um, I just threw that one in there. Um, <laughs> okay, let me throw one in there. Watch, um, I got another. Um, <laughs> don't watch any M Night Shyamalan movies unless nope, couldn't think of one. I couldn't think of one either. Didn't he do the like glass and split and all those? He did the first one, didn't he? Is that not him? He, like Unbreakable. He did split. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think he did Unbreakable too. Did he do glass? He probably did. He probably did. Um, I the trilogy. I heard those are fine. Jacob likes them. But then again, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just, for me, this is my thing. Back then, because you see this like when people like watch Star Wars, they're like, oh my gosh, this shit sucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, like people would, like say Shawshank, like Grace, her favorite movie is Shawshank. It's like, that movie's great. Yeah. And like my dad, like he's an average movie. You know, he watches the movie. He's your average Joe. Yeah. Um, he's going to watch like the Marvel movie, the Star Wars movie, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, respectable yeah and he, you know he's watched you know some movies that I'm like dad have you seen this movie he's like yeah and I'm like bro that's a yeah. good movie um, for example like I brought up Nemo he's like oh Nemo that's a good movie people will just say that like yeah. that's a really that's just that's a good movie they don't yeah. argue about it they, they don't like say like that was alright it's a good movie Yeah. and that happened more back then people saying that because I've seen interview, you know, people saying, and I've seen the audience reactions when they're at the theater. Like, oh my gosh, Indiana Jones was crazy. Yeah. Nowadays, because I've seen it within myself and other people, when you walk out of a theater, you're like, well, that was two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a movie today. That was good. Yeah. And like, people are like, trying to manipulate themselves into thinking that what they watched was good and what they yeah. paid for was good. And I'd just rather be like, I just got my mind blown. Mm-hmm. And, or like you know I wasn't even here for the last few hours then yeah. that was good cause you, you, it sounds like you don't believe that Yeah. and I'd rather not watch Bullet Train and be like well that was two hours instead yeah. of watching Shawshank which is two hours and be like bro my life has changed that's the movies I watch or that's you know why I don't watch Bullet Train but I can understand why you would want to watch Bullet Train cause you know you're not trying to do what I, I'm trying to do yeah I this is, I think, this is where it comes in. Where, I, so, so, like I said, I'm, I'm in the middle of you and Jacob. I think this is where it comes. Or I, the part of me that comes in that's like, I just want to be. I guess this is the part of me that's the audience member, because. Entertainment. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I watched Bullet Train at first. I saw the trailer and I was like, it looks like a fun action movie. Yeah. It looks like he fights people for two hours. Well, that's what I imagine John Wick is like. I've never seen John. Every um, time I touch a gun, someone <laughs> dies. I'm like, thanks, bro. Who wrote this shit? Oh. And like, oh, like, that seems fun. Bullet train. And then I'll be honest, like, I, I came out and then I saw a bunch of people on like the internet, like TikTok and shit. Yeah. They're like, like this shit made me cry. And I'm like, they were like quoting the movie West Side Story. And exactly. And uh, what? Uh, oh, it made you cry. The guy was sobbing back there. <laughs> it was um, crazy. The um, new one, not the old one. Yeah, the old one sucks. Love Spielberg. What? 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 what, what are we talking about? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Train, people people said crying. they really liked it, right? They said it was emotional and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, you know what? I wanted to watch an action movie. I'm going to get that for sure. Uh, and if there's a bit of heart in there, then so be it. Did I cry? No. Did I tear up? Oh, my God. We're recording, bro. Come back in like an hour. So, <laughs> um, get the door from. <laughs> I just wanted you to keep talking. Um, so, like... What was I saying? What was I talking about, Raymond? Bullet train, people crying. Oh, bullet train. Yeah, no. So, did I cry? No. Did I tear up? Probably did. Um, but, like, the things that people said were emotional, I agree, it was emotional. Um, 
I definitely did care about some of the characters. Some of the characters in the trailer that were in the trailer were literally in the movie for not even 10 seconds. Um, and oh. that's fine. Um, where am I? Anyways, I just... You're in between? Yeah, this is the part where... Oh, I think generally I'm in between. Um, I think this is the part where I lean towards being just an audience member because sometimes... You can move it, Jacob. I do. This is not going in the actual pod. It'll be a separate thing. We're going to separate. We're gonna separate. We've been talking an extra hour about movies. Um, so, like, I I still... Um, I'm still, like, a big Marvel head. I've watched all the Disney Plus shows uh, and all the movies, and I will continue to do so until I am no more. And, <laughs> um, and am I going to sit here and tell I you that the know. last year of Marvel movies was cinema? Of course not. Far from. Far from. Especially Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was downright average i saw i heard one of the advisors was like her she has a kid uh-huh. as a husband naturally she has to go to the movies and watch <laughs> naturally and so she was telling me yesterday like um you know most she doesn't you really care for the marvel movies mm-hmm. and i you know she was like but iron man was good i was like i agree and then she was like but my favorite of the newer release ones that i thought was really good was dr strange the second one and then i just kind of like looked at the computer screen as if it was the camera then look back at her because she was still talking <laughs> hit, her, hit, her, hit her with the gym face that's literally what I do on a basis. Anyway, go on. But yeah, no, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's cinema. Um, did I really enjoy... <laughs> <laughs> um, Thor Love and Thunder was less than average. Below average, I, I bet. Say. Look bad. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I genuinely enjoyed it. I would say it was above average. I wouldn't it looked say it emotional. Fantastic. And it was. I, cr- I was crying first ten, like, ten minutes. Not ten. Like, five. I feel like that was because of what actually happened in real life then. Oh, yeah. They definitely charged yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah, for sure. I can't, I can't deny that at all. Um, so I love that song, "Lift Me Up." Yeah, bro, she's good. She's, good. Um, <laughs> she's back. <laughs> Rihanna's back. But like, um, at a certain point, like I can't deny that. Like at some point, I don't really care about anything more than like how it makes me feel. And honestly, when I put on a Marvel movie, I, at at worst, I'm mildly entertained. And at best, <laughs> at, at, at best, I'm like crying and laughing along and I'm having a blast and I'm remembering why these are the characters that built me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I go back and I watch the Guardians movies. I watch the first Iron Man, pretty much any Spider-Man movie, um, except for maybe the Tazzle 2 one. Uh, <laughs> but like, like this, I'm like, this is why they like built me. At worst, I mean, I don't know. What's the worst Marvel movie? Probably like Dark Phoenix. That... Have you seen Apocalypse? That was no, that was. We've as seen bad. Apocalypse. This was not as bad. Dark Phoenix was pretty unbearable. Dark Phoenix. Morbius wasn't even that bad. Morbius was just down. Actually, it was pretty entertaining because we were just. Tasm Two's up there too. Tasm Two's up there. I don't know what Thor is at on that list. Love and Thunder. Pretty yeah. Uh, the first two Thor movies are not as bad as I remember. Thor Four. What was the second Dark bad. World? Anyways, I'm gonna start wrapping this up because Jacob's here and I'm gonna spend time with my buddy Jacob. But basically, all I'm saying is, uh, hi Jacob. Hi. Don't don't <laughs> let me. Take away from Shut up. So we talked about you quite a bit. Yeah, we talked about you a lot. You're kind, this episode. kind of. All uh, good things. Well, well, actually, no. We weren't really complimenting you, but we weren't insulting you. Okay. Which will be a nice change of pace for you listening to this podcast. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I feel like. I Did feel we like, insult him? I feel like. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I brought up the Listen, ET thing. I. Yeah. Well, that's just. You just mentioned his opinion. He, he respects his own opinion. You have your own opinion? That's why he has an opinion. Yeah. You gotta respect your own opinion. Anyways, my point is, is that these characters, whether like how well written or not they are, I can still feel the emotion. Like, 
I can watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and I can feel where Stephen Strange is coming from with the whole what's the flower? Christina? Christine? Christine. Yeah, I love Christine. Yeah, I can I can feel that even I though the movie's Christine. not great. Yeah. What did you say? Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, love love Rachel McAdams. Love the Notebook. You ever seen the Notebook? No. Gotta love it. Love the Notebook. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't care like how much of other bullshit that I don't hear about is in it. I can still see me personally. I can still see the emotion, and I can still feel it. Um, and that very well could be because I felt it back when I was younger in the first Doctor Strange, and I felt it continuously watching him into Infinity War and Endgame or whatever. Um, but I still feel it, even if it's not a great movie. And like for example, on Letterbox, I probably gave it like what three and a half stars. And there are a bunch of movies that I gave not three and a half stars, and I'm like, that's like miles ahead of that one. But that's just why I don't like ranking shit. But anyways, um, I think I can see the emotion in things because, like I said, I think it's all about like – and then you go on TikTok and you see all these people making like fan edits and people are like sobbing. And I'm like, this is why people make movies. I'm like, I don't care if I didn't like Thor, Love, and Thunder. This person – this movie made this person cry. It didn't for me. <laughs> but Far from. But, I mean, I, I respect yeah. it. And like – actually, you know what? That's not true. I think I did too. I didn't fall and cry though. Talk about falling crying. My mask and everything ever all at once, drenched. Had to throw it away. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. So that's just like, I think that part of me is just like completely like, not necessarily even for entertainment. Like that's just like an enjoyer. Like, and that's why I think like when I'm doing like my Spoojiver stuff, like I am trying to do like a whole story from the first issue to what I would plan to be the last. But um, there are, just it's just not impossible to do that with every character that we have because I have you know a lot of arcs planned, and so I just focus on like writing real experiences into these fake characters, and however absurd the situation is, however absurd the character is, and I mean Lord knows if one or maybe even a hundred people, God willing, reads the the fucking thing, um, they'll sense that you know what I mean. And I don't know like out of the movies that I considered pretty bad this year. They weren't even, like, terrible. Like, what was my bottom one? Gray Man? Man? It was just boring. And that was no... Mo- I don't remember any emotion. I didn't feel shit. Well, that's the worst thing in any movie. Exactly. Besides boredom. What? Boredom? Did you not feel bored? That's what I'm saying. The worst uh, thing a movie can be is boring. And forgettable. Um, but, yeah. I think that's 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 where, like, I... Um, that's where that part of me, I think, is. Like, there's one part that's, like... Um, I'm not going to say the craftsman because this isn't my craft, but, you know, like respecting things um, and like uh, how they're made and like what they make me feel. And then at some point, like I can see it back and be like, this was a fine movie. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I'll be, I'll be honest, I don't got much else going on in my life. I'm not really wasting time watching two hours of Bullet Train. I wasn't going to do shit with that two hours. That movie's two hours? I don't know. I'm just Uh-oh. saying because... In my mind, all movies are two hours. <laughs> Unless they're Avatar, then they're five. Um, no, it's not. I'm just saying my mind exaggerates oh. that. Like, for example, like two hours, I'm like, that's fine. But then I'm like, you want me to watch the Avatar for two and a half? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Most Marvel uh, movies are that. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I don't know why my brain just works that way. It just, it doesn't work, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Yeah, We could do this again. Maybe Jacob will join us next time. He He, he shook his head. He said, well, anyways, let's cut back to the Critters Corner here. <laughs> hey, what's what up, guys? Mean? Well, because I'm going to cut that out and put it in its own thing. When did the Critters Corner end? I don't know. We're going to find out in editing. I mean, I'm going to find out in so editing. So what are we talking about right now? Movies. We talked about movies no. for an hour. 
What did you say when you like cut back to? Right well, now? so well, I'm gonna cut back and say a message. Be like, we talked for another hour. Okay. Yeah, just let me do my thing. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> you just didn't. I'm just kidding. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Aquarius Corner.